0: Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you to the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. Well, if you've been listening to uh, KRDO's news throughout the morning, you probably heard that uh, authorities are warning of romance scams on dating apps on this Valentine's Day, as as well as other online sites. And so today, that's what we're going to kick off the Extra, talking about with our fine folks, the experts at the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. So joining us on the KRDO Newsline right now, we're pleased to have with us Alexis Barton, who's Quality Assurance Coordinator at the BBB. Alexis, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, good morning.
0: Good morning to you. And we're also going to be pleased to talk to Paul Myers Bennett, Vice President of Marketing and Events. Paul, good morning to you.
2: Good morning and happy Valentine's Day.
0: Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. And uh, let's start with Alexis, because when we're talking about making happy Valentine's Day, be as happy as possible, that certainly rules out the possibility that you could become a victim of a scam. But unfortunately, that happens all too often. Tell us more, Alexis. Yeah. In
1: 2024, we've already seen a huge jump in these online romance scams. So we thought today would be a good day to to talk about that and bring some awareness to folks. So singles who are trying to develop a relationship often turn to online dating um, or other apps to find someone. So BBB wanted to conduct a study to kind of learn how this works, how do these online romance scams happen, who is targeted, and what companies are reputable. So The study revealed a massive number of fraudsters are using these sites to gain people's trust and to take their money and their information. So the scheme can sometimes even take months to build someone's trust. Um, They can take a long time to happen and then eventually the scammer will ask for money for some kind of emergency, transportation, travel, things like that. Victims in the U.S. and Canada have reported losing nearly a billion dollars over the last three years, and like I mentioned before, this year seems to be projected to be very higher, so or much higher. Uh, so BBB suspects this is really only the tip of the iceberg. Most people don't file complaints, especially when it comes to romance scams or report these scams to BBB or to law enforcement. Um, they can be emotionally damaging. It can be painful. And sometimes people are embarrassed. Um, especially if they've lost a lot of money to to a scammer. So we suspect there's a lot more folks out there. We encourage them to report these scams. and just reach out to us and let us know so we can, you know, help to provide that information and help to collaborate and provide some resources for for, for people in the community. Now,
0: we heard uh, that originally this came out of, uh, well, it was always uh, spoken about as the Nigerian prince scam, you know, where someone claims to be a Nigerian prince and starts to woo someone. Uh, but it's now expanded, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So typically I think people think of this as catfishing um, but BBB wanted to make sure that they kind of defined the difference between catfishing and romance scam. So in a typical catfishing scheme, the catfisher is setting out not to take money necessarily in the beginning um, but to, you know, make that person believe they're in love. Uh, Whereas a romance scam, the perpetrator intends to take money from day one. So, their goal from the beginning was to get money or information. So, um, both people are going to believe that they're really in love, um, that they have maybe found someone, and this could be up to 25,000 people online with victims. So, there was a company that screened profiles, um, dating profiles, and they say about 500,000 of the 3.5 million profiles they looked at were not real. Um, so again, it could be a lot higher than that. That's only what we know. Um, but it's definitely a scary number.
0: Right. One in seven. Yeah. That is something that would be a little bit, uh, nerve wracking, especially if you're uh, trying to filter through what might be legit, what might not. And it's hard to say what might be red flags, but, um, can you give us some red flags on that, Alexis?
1: Yeah, I can. I wanted to definitely touch on two, um, Super quickly, just the military impact as well. Mm-hmm. Something we've noticed is just the military is being more impacted recently. Um, so the military has heard from thousands of victims that are dealing with this situation. So it's becoming a, a much bigger problem for them. So much of this fraud is from what you mentioned, like the Nigerian romance scam, kind of that classic romance scam. Um, but they're very organized. These groups have become more organized, more advanced. So. Um, they're doing romance scams, other type of phishing scams. So the military is seeing a lot of this action happen. So um, because the new, the new target for these. So we do have some tips for sure. Some things to, to look out for, um, especially because this Valentine's Day today um, is shaping up to be what they project to be um, one of the biggest Valentine's spending goes, so they're projecting about $26 billion in spending either today or for today's holiday. So there are definitely some common scams that pop up around this time um, that we want to make sure that that folks know about. So the first one of those is imposter websites. So this is common among all scams, but especially when it comes to hot Valentine's Day items. So People looking for jewelry, um, different photo prints, so those nice canvas prints and things like that that you can order online. Um, custom like monogram items. This happens a lot. I'm actually, you anything or kind of imposter websites that are that are copying those popular websites that you're you're familiar with. So if you see anything at those extreme discounts. Um, you asked to pay in crypto or with gift cards, or there is no customer service for those imposter websites. Those are definitely some of those red flags.
0: All right, and and then when it comes to those romance scams, what about red flags there?
1: Yeah, so romance scams, um, like we've talked about, are are pretty much targeting vulnerable people. Um, Paul and I are going to go a little bit deeper into some of these topics as we go on, but. Um, this is someone who has experienced a recent breakup which you know people post about on social media often so unfortunately sometimes that information is not hard to find or some other hardships so we see people after natural disasters um, or things like that get targeted for these. So um, scammers are going to take advantage of that heartbreak, they're going to try to gain a connection, establish sympathy and then once they've kind of got someone on the hook they're going to go after that money. So. Mm. The romance scams can be extra devastating, just because there's so much emotion involved. People lose thousands and thousands of dollars, and they're left feeling pretty lonely and heartbroken afterwards. So um, these these ones can hit hard. So some red flags are the relationship is just moving way too fast. So if someone is pushing you um, to move quicker um, or kind of saying things a little bit faster than you're usual to or used to. Uh, that may be a red flag. You've never met them in person, Um, they won't FaceTime or talk on the phone, or of course if they ask for money that should definitely be a big red flag.
0: All right, well, we need to take a break here. Alexis Barton is one of our two guests on today, and we are talking about uh, ways you can protect yourself, protect your heart a little bit, because you, and protect your pocketbook as well, because we all need that kind of protection. And uh, certainly when it comes to scammers, they're looking to part you from your hard-earned money, your identity, your sense of safety, your sense of personal security. When we come back, more from Alexis Barton and Paul Myers-Bennett, of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado here on The Extra. We're back with our guests, Alexis Barton of, of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, a Quality Assurance Coordinator, and Paul Myers Bennett, Vice President of Marketing and Events there. We've been talking about Valentine's Day scams, and uh, we were talking about some red flags. If uh, someone you're in a relationship with, if they're moving very fast, if you, if you never meet in person, there's a red flag. If they If they ask for money, That is a serious red flag. Uh, Let's talk about some other scams that uh, may come up and crop up around this romantic time of the year. Alexis, uh, do you have any for us?
1: Yeah, I've got a couple more. So another popular one that we see is the wrong number scam. So responding to a text that you don't recognize the number, um, it might seem harmless or even polite, especially if someone is trying to contact someone else specifically. Um, But these can be kind of bait to lure you into a conversation. So they are going to keep trying to chat with you, keep the conversation going, um, and then eventually just like everyone else try to get that information or even money from you. So some red flags of this wrong number scam of course are if you get a message from someone you don't recognize and they try to continue the conversation. So those messages do not stop. Um, The sender asks you to sign up for a specific website or move your conversation to a different app or, of course, they're trying to get that personal information from you, which is really uh, what they're after. And then the last big one we see here around Valentine's Day is this fake florist scam. So ordering flowers for Valentine's Day, um, I don't know about you, but I usually do that online anytime Mm -hmm. I order flowers. so. Um, don't procrastinate because you can fall for that scam really easy if you wait for the last minute. So kind of having that pressure of last minute, oh my gosh, I have to figure it out. So if you haven't ordered flowers yet and you plan on doing that, do it now. Um, but BBB has received many reports of shoppers who thought it was a real online florist or it looked similar to a company they recognized and either they got nothing at all or something completely different. So. Make sure you're looking up those businesses, you're researching, you're doing it in time so you don't feel that pressure to make a purchase. Um, and if the deal sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So if you've encountered any of these scams, um, please report it to bbb.org backslash scam tracker and make sure you're looking up these companies before you use them. Mm.
0: And do dating sites res- bear any responsibility for, I guess, vetting their people?
1: Not that I'm aware of. I think if you can, you know, you can report those profiles um, and typically those sites will, you know, address them or ban that person or suspend them until they can get more information. Um, But I think it takes kind of someone raising that red flag to get their attention.
0: And as we bring in Paul Myers-Bennett to the conversation, I mean, this isn't limited to just uh, transferring money because now with the advent of cryptocurrency, I mean, it becomes a lot more of a difficult process to track.
2: Well, that's right. As, you know, as if dating wasn't difficult enough already, cryptocurrency scams target people on the dating sites as, such as uh, Tinder. And so, you know, I guess we would encourage you not to let your quest for love uh, blind you to some red flags. So let me tell mm-hmm. you a little bit about how this cryptocurrency scam works. And so, you know, you're on a Tinder or some other dating app and you swipe right right on uh, someone who caught your eye and the app instantly matches you with them. So after you start that conversation, the alleged alleged person on the other side quickly takes the conversation to a different platform or a texting app. Uh, One example of that might be they take you to WhatsApp. So once you're on the texting app, the scammer starts talking about how they have a family member or someone close to them who is very successful in cryptocurrency or is a cryptocurrency investor. This person has an inside trading information that can make you rich. And so your new love interest encourages you to take advantage of this exclusive opportunity and that all you need to do is deposit money in a cryptocurrency trading platform. But once you make that deposit, the money is gone forever or you might be asked to pay large fees or meet certain minimum balance requirements to withdraw the funds and your new love quote unquote uh, blocks you on all the platforms and stops replying to your messages. So we've had a couple reports of this ourselves on the BBB scam tracker report. Uh, One consumer shared that they met the scammer on a app called Hinge and then talked on WhatsApp and after gaining the consumer's trust, The scammer introduced them to to crypto investing by downloading a different crypto investing app. The consumer reported that when they tried to withdraw funds after the investment took place, the app's customer service told them that they must pay a large percentage of the profit taxes up front quote unquote, if I failed to pay the taxes within a limited time, my credit would be affected and there would be an additional 1% late fee for each day past the deadline. That consumer reportedly lost $84,000 to that cryptocurrency scam. So, yeah, rough, rough. Another victim reported to our scam tracker, the BBB scam tracker, that after talking to a woman on Tinder, she persuaded him to inve- invest in fake Trading currency platform. When he tried to withdraw his money, the funds were automatically reversed back into his account. The feature was allegedly a security system to help prevent money laundering. The victim then told the account uh, was then told that the account needed to have a minimum balance of three thousand dollars. After trying many times, the victim was unable to recoup his money. So. That's rough, but there is there are some ways to protect yourself from the scam. And some of these, they sound obvious, but, you know, if you're in a quest for love or someone's saying all the right things, it's hard to sometimes put in, put the logic into the equation. But first, never send money or personal information to someone that you've never met in person. If they continue to pressure you to invest on a crypto trading platform, research the investment platform first. So that's number one. Second, communicate on The dating app. So, if a love interest appears to be in a hurry to get off the dating app to an unsecured chat app, this is a red flag. There, you just asked the question about uh, do the dating app, uh, do the dating websites and apps have any uh, uh, recourse? You know, they don't. But there is something about uh, staying on the the app itself to make sure that. uh, You're not on an unsecured site where anything can be said and nothing is monitored. Third, ask specific questions about details given in a profile. A scammer may stumble over remembering details and making a story fit. So when you're first looking through that profile, see if if their story continues to align after you talk to them many times. Research the dating profile. Many scammers steal photos from the web to use on their profiles, so conduct a reverse image lookup using a website like 10 com or Ooh. image.google.com so you can you can search how many times has that image been used and where did it come from so if those if the photos are on a uh, profile elsewhere under a different name it would be likely that they're stolen and um, so search for that profile name that is directory.
0: so smart that is so yeah. smart hey paul uh, we do need to take a break yep. here When we come back, let's pick up this conversation. I'm going to ask uh, you to repeat those uh, ways to back engineer the search for an image, because I think that really uh, can be very important in avoiding problems. I'm I'm starting to think I could have used it at various times uh, back in the day. So uh, Uh we need to take a short break here. When we're back, more from Paul Myers Bennett and Alexis Barton of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. We're back with The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics and people that are important to you. And just before we were going to break, uh, we were hearing about when you're on a dating site. And I mean, some people may do the very basic vetting, you know, checking out their friends, checking out their um, pictures, photos to see if there are any with, uh, you know that may have a little too many of the opposite sex in there, your same sex or whatever, you know, the the one that you don't want them to be with. Uh, but you had a great idea, Paul Myers Bennett. Why don't you explain that?
2: Yeah, so uh, before we went to break there, uh, on a dating profile, if you're looking for love, since it's Valentine's Day, many scammers steal photos from across the web to use on their profile. So what you want to do is conduct a reverse image lookup on a website. And so there's a couple different ones that are easy to use. Tineye, tineye.com or the one that's, that's most widely used is images.google.com. And so that's just a Google reverse lookup site. And you, what you can do is uh, check there to see if photos are stolen. So what it's going to do is reverse lookup, where, that, where did that photo come from and see, hey, that woman or man, uh, are they? did that come off a Facebook site? Did it come off another dating site? And at that point, what you want to look into is, hey, do the profile names match? Do the emails match? Uh, you know, her name might be Heather in one place or it might be Sally and his name might be Tom in one place and George in another. You're going to get some major red flags if you start seeing that site used or that picture used in multiple places and it uh, does not paint the picture of being a real human being uh, that's out there that, that you're potentially speaking to on a profile app. So mm. make sure to, to do that. That's a, that's an easy one. And then again, if you get an email or a name or a phone number, uh, plug it into our own scam tracker, BBB scam tracker, or do a Google search on it and just see if, if it comes up as, as having a lot of folks complaining or, uh, a writing that there's there's been some odd things connected to those those profile names emails or or pictures
0: interesting uh, well and this even gets advanced with people who are very uh posing as people who are very blatant about wanting to get in a monetary relationship alexis tell us about that
1: yeah so there are these kind of sugar mama sugar daddy scams that go around so If someone offers you money for nothing, typically there's a catch, right? I wish there wasn't, but usually there is. So um, in this new twist on romance scams, the con artist is going to offer to kind of take care of you, pay your bills. Um, But according to our recent Scam Tracker reports, this is actually a way to try and trick you out of money. So it works like this. You'll get a message through a dating profile or social media app from someone kind of offering to be the sugar mama for you, um, take care of you, pay for things, and in exchange, they're gonna give you kind of this allowance. So it could be hundreds of dollars, it could be thousands of dollars, and it sounds really great, um, but it could be legit. It sounds kind of legit at this point. So the scammer sends you a check or pretends to transfer money into your bank account, They may be using something like Cash App, PayPal, or Apple Pay, and they tell you, go ahead and keep most of that money, but spend some of this money on something like a bill or purchase a gift card or my friend needs the money. Um, They may even ask you to donate it to a fake charity that ends up coming back to them. So um, the money will always come back to them, whatever task they're asking you to do, um, so we had one uh, consumer report that they believed these checks were legit, the funds seemed super real, and then they ended up sending their own money back, um, which ended up being around $19,500. Mm. So other versions of this um, can be that scammers claim they need access to their bank account information in, in order to give them that money. So they may ask, hey, give me your social and your bank account, your copy of your ID. That way I can just direct deposit into your account. And that should definitely be a red flag. So there are some ways that you can protect yourself from this. So first of all, know your rights um, and your responsibilities when it comes to using checks. So a lot of times, like we see in some of these employment scams, um, this person will overpay you and then ask you to do something with the extra money. By the time you spend the extra money, the check bounces, and now you're responsible for that with your bank. So make sure that you understand how your bank works. Um, Research your date first. So like Paul mentioned, many of these scammers are going to steal photos. Um, These photos have been reused on other profiles. So reverse search those images and make sure you know who you're talking to. Um, Ask for those specific details. Um, It's hard to keep up you know, with, with a fake story and kind of a fake persona. So they may be stumbling over things, especially if you're asking multiple times or asking really specific questions about details of their life. So make sure you're never sending money to them either. So never any personal information, um, never any gift cards or things like that. If someone is asking for financial information or for money, um, typically you should probably stop there and that's going to be your biggest, red flag that they are not being honest with you so if any of the listeners do want some more information um, you can visit bbb.org and if you do feel like you've been a victim of a scam whether you lost money or not please report that to us um, so we can collect this data and keep sharing all this information
0: Mm. And, and let's let's talk about fake dating sites. Paul, uh, there's apparently scammers who are uh, bypassing uh, wanting to be a prince in shining armor and just want to be the person who holds the castle, the keys to the castle.
2: That is absolutely right. So lately, our scam tracker, BBB scam tracker, has been getting reports of different types of romance scam. And this con is, like you just said, it's an entire dating website. And the whole website is a sham so here's how it works so you sign up for a dating service that seems legitimate remember it's easy to create a website um, and make it look nice but that doesn't mean it's legitimate just because it looks nice the site asks you to fill out a profile with your personal information generally this will include your credit card number which is used to pay for your membership however when you start browsing other users profiles you start noticing some red flags Um, Other members who contact you may have incomplete profiles that lack photos or other basic information The site might may may encourage you to connect with people that you don't even match with Um, Your profile just has nothing in common with an example of this might be they live in a different city or they're outside your preferred age range So you may also notice that profiles frequently vanish from the site even after you've chatted with them so that's a that's a red flag right there and it turns out that these other daters aren't even real. So the site is filled with phony profiles making you think that the site has many members. And once you figure out the hoax, you try and cancel your membership, but the site would just keep on billing you. So in some cases, the dating scam website requires you to pay to contact others. So one victim reported to the Better Business Bureau that by joining a dating service, she bought coins to chat with other members. She says, I was bombarded with messages from nearly 200 different users in only a few days without even filling out a personal profile, she told BBB Scam Tracker. I paid for the coins three times and was double charged each time. This site hires operators to steal photos from the web, which we just talked about. Uh, They assume fake identities and then bombard users with messages to entice them to buy coins Uh, and to have conversations by uh, lying and leading people on. So how how you'll spot this type of fake dating websites? First, as always, do your research before signing up. Do an internet search for the dating website's name along with words like reviews with scam. Look carefully for negative reports from past users who suspect the website is fake. Those add up, add up pretty quickly. So, you know, just do your research first, especially before entering any sort of financial information. Um, second, make sure you understand how the website works. It's not entirely unusual to pay a monthly fee or a small fee for individuals to connect on dating sites, um, but make sure that the website is upfront about how their payment system works. And if the payment system isn't well documented or you find it confusing, choose a different dating service um third if it's too good to be true and this is what we say often isn't it shannon don't believe it for example it's probably a scam if you haven't completed your profile and people are lining up to meet you so the same goes for individuals who make unrealistic claims about their love and devotion for you especially if you've just met online so use use some good judgment there use a credit card to pay for online services and memberships. So when you pay with your credit card, you can dispute the unauthorized charges and you uh, you can dispute if there are charges made for fake services. The same may not be true if you use your debit card or you know really if you give a company your banking information such as your account number or a bank's routing number. Go with a credit card if you can, you've got a little bit more leverage there. And then finally, never give money or personal information to a stranger. Some con artists will ask you for money to buy a flight, to visit you, or for some other noble reason. Um, if someone you've never met in person starts asking you for information like a credit card number, bank a co- a bank uh, numbers and routing numbers, or government ID numbers, cut off the conversation immediately.
0: Okay, so some good warnings there. Unfortunately, the sad thing is, is that the scammers They keep evolving and keep developing new ways to take advantage. Uh, We need to take a break here. Alexis Barton and Paul Myers-Bennett are our guests today from the Better Business Bureau. When we come back, more uh, from them. But let's transition and talk about a fun event, maybe something that doesn't have to have you be on your guard as much. That when the extra continues. Let's talk about something that may be a little bit uh, distanced from romance but it still is a way for you to be uh, smart when it comes to your money this year uh, we're talking about small business week and paul why don't you tell us what you want people to know about small business week
2: yeah you bet so small business week is uh is coming up this year generally we do it in june this year it's moved forward Uh, to line up with the National Small Business Week. So it's April 28th to May 3rd, and it's Small Business Week of the Pikes Peak Region. Um, How it all began was 16 years ago, the Pikes Peak Small Business Development Center, the SBDC, the Colorado Springs Chamber and EDC, and the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado all got together to do a small business day. And so the point of that was to highlight small business within the Pikes Peak Region, and as it continued to grow 16 years later, um, we have become the largest in the state of Colorado. And so we're super proud of that. In fact, in 2020, when the pandemic hit, we went virtual and had, uh, we were the largest small business week in the United States with with 11,000 people watching our workshops from around the world. So that was very cool. But what we want you to know right now is Uh, We'd love for you to nominate your favorite small business, and so it's a way for us to celebrate um, what the the small businesses, the advertisers here on KRDO, what they've done for you and the community, and just really show who are good in in our community. So um, there are a few different categories, five to be exact, that you can nominate in, Um, There's the 2024 Veteran Small Business Owner Awards. And so this person would qualify if he or she is the majority owner operator um, of a small business that has served in the US Armed Forces. The business must be for profit and it must operate in El Paso County, Teller County, Fremont or Pueblo County. So we've got Southern Colorado and the Pikes Peak region covered pretty well. The second one that you can nominate is the small business person of the year. And um, so, again, this is a very similar qualifications small business person if you know someone in our community that uh, deserves this award we'd love for you to, to nominate them. Um, the one after that is a family-owned small business award nomination and so this is it must be majority owned by a member of the family so this is uh, not a corporate owned but a family owned small business and then we've got two more the small business champion award and uh, this has fulfilled the commitment to the advancement of small business opportunities and so it's uh, if someone again uh, and you may nominate the same the same small business or same person for a few of these awards because they're just that outstanding. And then finally, we've got the the young entrepreneur. So this is someone who has not yet reached the age of 35 by the date of the nomination, and uh, the business again has, must be a for-profit business in the same counties of El Paso County, Teller County, Fremont, or Pueblo. Um, and so that's that's what you're going to want to do to to nominate. Now it's a interesting to get to that that nomination form. You want to go to SBDC site. So that is the Pikes Peak SBDC.org section, uh, or you can do a Google search for uh, Pikes Peak SBDC and what we do, Small Business Week, and the nomination page will be right there under what we do. So. Google Pikes Peak SBDC, which stands for the Small Business Development Center, and it's just going to be a very, very fun week, Shannon, where we would love to have uh, uh, all of your listeners be a part of. Um, We're going digital and should have a lot of fun events in person, and then also an app and some uh, fun techie things um, available, so it's a We're calling it the year of AI, standing for action and innovation, not artificial (laughs) intelligence, but we're playing off that. And we'll have a marketing day where you can learn about how, how you can use AI in your small business. So it's not really about cyborgs taking over your small business, but staying current and using them in your you know, accounting and in your marketing and how to use all the new resources if you're a small business owner.
0: Okay, great. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank both of you. I know we're uh, approaching the time that we need to say goodbye. But as we finish with this Valentine's Day, Better Business Bureau segment, I just want to wish everyone out there a happy Valentine's Day and one in which your romance is safe and protected and you yourself are safe and protected from scammers, right?
2: That's right. Happy Valentine's Day to all.
0: All right. Well, Paul Myers Bennett, thank you. Thank you. And Alexis Barton of the Better Business Bureau, thank you as well for all that pertinent critical information.
1: Thank you so much for having us. Okay,
0: you've been listening to the extra here on KRDO News Radio. Tom Martino is up after the break. I'm your host, Shanna Brinius. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone.